0: Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning. I'm Pastor David Miller and I will be your host today. We've been... uh, uh getting straight in here to the scriptures here. We've been in several episodes in a row we've been talking about faith and uh, we're going to continue that for I don't know maybe do we get done with this whole 11th chapter of uh the book of Hebrews. This uh chapter in this particular book uh often called by many the the uh hero hall of fame or hall of faith, better uh way to say it. And we've been talking to you about great things that's happened during that, uh, in that chapter, rather. Uh, we left off in uh, verse number 32. We're going to read this verse again here in verse number 32 of Hebrews 11. And that verse says, And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson, and of Jephthah, of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promise, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in the fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. And there's just so much more I could read right on down. I'm going to stop right there, though. And you notice in verse number 32, the first part of that Uh, 32nd verse of this, what more shall I say for time would fail me to tell of Gideon? That was one. And so our last episode, we talked about uh, uh, Gideon and how God blessed him and how God used him to win a great victory. But uh, after Gideon, there's a comma and it says, and of Barak, so I want to talk a little bit about him today, if I if I may. Uh, so this is a uh, also a great uh, story, and uh, in reference, I'll just tell you now. We'll be going back over into the Book of Judges in the uh, a fourth chapter, and we'll be seeing some things there in chapter four. So in our in our prior verses here, let me say this: we gave a they gave a certain level of detail. And in those verses, they kind of pointed to various Old Testament examples. Those were given to show, show a godly faith and how a godly faith, which also is trust, was exemplified by the action of those people. This trusting and obedience and faith that they had in their God not only proved their reliance on God, but it also resulted in the in these victories. And in that, speaking in that sense of victory, uh, if you notice, driven by obedience, is self-inspired by godly faith. And that was the theme of these next few verses. And in this particular passage, uh, we'll we'll note the writer presents a reminder of just how much God had proven his power through the faithful obedience of his people. Now, let me say this. Instead of detail, however, the writer makes his point through volume. Uh, He mentions multiple heroes of Israel And in the history of Israel, they've been mentioned here, some in just one verse. And they are numerous examples of divine intervention that God performed. All of these were leading up to the ultimate sign or signs of victory. And uh, these figures are all linked by their success. They're all notable, all notable for their imperfections as well. Notice the scripture describing here the people as they truly are. And I, I like that about uh, these scriptures. It tells exactly how some of these people were nervous or afraid or, uh, or various things. For instance, here we see that when it talks about serving to further emphasize God's ability to use error-prone people. So you may sit there and say, well, Pastor Miller, how could I do anything for God? I'm not perfect. I'm not, uh, I'm not the greatest man or woman of God. Well, no one said you had to be. Well, I've had some imperfections. Well, these men did too. I have times of doubt or times I'm just not sure, and they were too. Notice here that it should, these should really help to encourage you. If you've been struggling to maybe uh, give up or think, what can I do or how can I do anything more for God? Let me say to you, hold fast. Hold fast not only to God, but hold fast to your faith. And we're going to show you here how God was able to give victory to some of those men who made uh some mistakes some of those men who uh show doubt for instance let me let me tell you here Gideon that was our last episode I'm going to get to talk to you about Barak here in a minute but Gideon we started off with him and and really he showed some signs of being a little bit afraid or I hate to use the word being a coward but I don't know what else to say he was hiding from the enemy in Judges 6.11, even when he was threshing wheat, he was doing it in uh, hiding it from them. And then when God began to speak to him, he was hesitant to believe God. I told you that last week he sought for a sign three different times. He asked God for proof. Eventually, though, he did obey God. And even though it was an, a seemingly impossible fight, he still went and obeyed God. And he obtained a great victory for Israel. Now, Barak was no difference in in some ways of speaking. Barak also was plagued with doubt and insecurity that he could fight for God and against God's enemies. How could he do that? Matter of fact, we'll see here in just a moment that a Barak, before he was willing to fight, he wouldn't even do it without. The spiritual support of a woman by the name of Deborah. You can find that in Judges chapter 4, verses 4 through 9. Now, this ought to to show you something here uh, this morning because in their culture and in that day, that would have seemed to have been unthinkable to have a woman uh, help you or share in leadership or to say. I won't go unless you go. But that's exactly what Barak did. So it seemed like it would have been unthinkable, maybe even shameful. But yet by acting on God's promises, he was successful in spite of those oppositions. So God blessed him and God did use uh, Barak. If we look here in the book of Judges, uh, chapter number four, and uh, verse number four, see who Deborah was. Now the Bible said Deborah a prophetess, and uh, and the Bible that's in the fourth verse and said she judged Israel at that time. She dwelt under a palm tree. The Bible said that that in Israel in verse number five would come up to her for judgment. So she had obtained a lot of influence with the. Uh, Uh, the people of that day, they sought her counsel, and she was a prophetess. And then verse number six, the Bible said, she sent and called Barak. So she sent for him. And she said these words to Barak in verse number six, hath not the Lord God of Israel commanded, saying, go and draw toward Mount Tabor, And take with thee 10,000 men with you. And I will draw out of thee uh, by the river of uh, Kishon Asisra, the captain of Jabin's army with his chariots and with his multitude. And I will deliver them into thine hand. These are the words that Deborah said to Barak. God was using her. The Bible, we already established that. Verses 4 and 5. God was using her concerning judgment and being a prophetess. So Barak said to her after she had given, given him this message, he said, if thou will go with me, I will go. But if thou will not go with me, then I will not go. Now, we're talking here on faith. And that's what we're saying. And and this is a great story of faith. It's in the book of Hebrews 11, that great faith chapter. But if you notice, there was some doubt there. There was some insecurity there. There was a little hesitation there. Because he said, I will not go unless you go. But if you go, I'll go. So he was saying, "I, I want someone there with me. Really, he had every body he needed because the Lord was with him. But he wanted to know he had someone else with him. A lot of times we find ourselves in that case. We can have faith as long as everyone else is believing. And I'm not condemning you for that. It's good for uh, us to bind together in faith with others. That's great. But sometimes you got to walk out on faith and trust God for yourself. But in this case, she said in verse nine, "Surely I will go with thee." Notwithstanding she, notwithstanding the journey, he said that she said that thou takest shall not be, for thine honor, for the Lord shall sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. And Deborah arose and went with, Barak. Boy, that would have got to a lot of uh, men today. But God spoke to him through the prophetess Deborah and said, When you go, it'll not be for your glory because God's going to sell him into the hand of a woman. You might think she was talking about herself, but she actually wasn't. So, does it really matter? I want to ask you today does it really matter if a victory comes? who it came by, who it came through. I have believed God for many things in my life and stood on faith. And it could have been someone that I would have never imagined that God used. Someone that might not have even been a a preacher or a a church official or, or maybe not even an elder in the church. But I've watched God use others greatly to do great things and win mighty victories. All you got to have is faith. And that's what we're talking about, having faith in God. So he believed her words, and they went. And the Bible said he gathered together, Sisera gathered together 900 chariots of iron and all the people that were with him. What a number. Could you imagine? This was advanced technology of that day. 900 chariots of iron against uh, men on foot. I'm telling you, that was some pretty overwhelming odds. Plus he had many, many men with him. And so Barak done exactly what God told him to do. He went up and he went out to battle. And the Bible said he rose up and went out to meet him. Barak went down toward Mount Tabor with his 10,000 men. And the Bible said in verse 15 of that chapter, the Lord discomfited Sisera and his chari- all of his chariots and all of his hosts with the edge of the sword and before Barak so that Sisera lighted down off his chariot and fled away on his feet. I mean, this was a great, uh, this was a great captain uh, for the enemy. And when the battle got to raging, the man that looked like could not be defeated in that day. The enemy of Israel, the captain of their host, with his 900 chariots come out to fight against them. But when the battle really got heated and hot and the fight was on, all of those those men with him and his 900 chariots of iron were defeated. It was so bad. That Sisera, the Bible said, he he got out of his chariot, he lighted off or jumped out of his chariot, and he began to run. Actually, verse 15, I'll just read it to you like it said. Sisera lighted off his chariot and fled away on his feet. You see, God's able to cause your enemies to run from you. Why are you running from your enemy? You're God's people. You're a child of God. If you're listening to this program and you're a Christian, you're his child. So no matter how big the enemy seems or how much the odds are set up against you, no matter what the numbers are, no matter what the problem or the sickness or the heartache is, it doesn't matter. God will help you to win the battle. If you will trust and if you'll believe and don't start saying, Lord, I think it ought to happen this way. I think it ought to be some great evangelist tell me what to do or some great prophet tell me what to do or my pastor tell me what to do. And those are usually the ways God does move. But what if it would just be this lady here? God used her. God used her in a mighty way. And Barak took God at his word and believed what Deborah said and he went out to the battle. And Sisera ran, and Barak pursued after the chariots and the host, of the rest of them. And all of them were ultimately killed with the sword, verse 16 says. And Sisera, verse 17, was fleeing on his feet, and he came to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber. And there was peace, of course, between Jabin and the king of Hazor and the house of Heber. And so Jael... Goes out to meet Sisera And said unto him Turn in my lord unto me Or into me Fear not And when she Or when he rather had turned in unto her Into the tent She covered him with a mantle And he said unto her I pray thee give me a little water to drink For I am thirsty And she opened a bottle of milk Now that's King James Version by the way said she opened a bottle of milk, and gave him drink, and then covered him. He said unto her, Stand at the door of the tent, if it be when any man doth come, and inquire and say, Is there any man here? Thou shalt say no. So Jael took a nail of the tent and a hammer in her hand and went softly in unto him or where he was laying, and took the nail to his temple, and smote the nail with the hammer, and fastened it to the ground. He was fast asleep and weary, and when she took the nail and hit it and drove it through his temple, he died. So the enemy, just like Deborah prophesied, this is not for your glory, Bayrak. Because God's going to deliver him into the hand of a woman. And that's what he done. It wasn't Deborah, who you might have thought it was her when she made those statements, but it wasn't uh, Deborah at all. It wasn't. But uh, it was Jael. Jael. So she took that nail and she killed him. And God subdued Jabin the king that day. And the king of Canaan, before all the children of Israel, and the children of Israel prospered and prevailed against the king of Jabin until they had destroyed Jabin, the king of Canaan. So, in closing, let me tell you this today. This was another great story of faith. Barak, God used him mightily, amen, even though he doubted and said, I won't go, unless Deborah goes with me. God took his doubts. God took his insecurities and God blessed him anyway. So this morning, no matter what your doubt, what your insecurity is, even if you're saying, well, I won't do it unless somebody helps me. Keep believing God. Just look up this morning. Have faith in God and God's going to give you a great victory. So thank God for this story. I've loved this story. I'm glad I've got to be with you this morning and I hope this story has been a great blessing to you. Please tune in again with us in the next episode for more stories on faith and we just love you so much and I hope you have a great rest of your day.